0: Please listen carefully. Hello, welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley.
1: And I'm Sean Oak. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, John, how's it going?
0: Hey, Sean, I'm doing well. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Hey, I have a question for you. You ever been in a situation where you had an argument with someone and at the end of the day, you were just talking past each other and, and maybe if a neutral third party could have come in and talked to you both, maybe the whole thing wouldn't have blown up?
0: You know, funny you should mention that. It happens to me. Regularly, and I always yell out, "Is there an ombudsman in the house?" Um, so far, no one has said yes, um, but you know, fingers crossed, it will happen someday. So, funnily enough, our topic today is ombudsmen, and specifically the role of the professional standards ombudsman. For many of you out there, you may be hearing the word ombudsman for the first time and wondering, "What does ombudsman even mean?"
1: That's a great question, John. So, an ombudsman is a neutral third party who facilitates communication between two disputing parties. For our purposes, either two realtors or a member of the public and a realtor. NAR requires every state and local association to offer ombudsman services as part of their professional standards program.
0: An ombudsman can play a key role in resolving disputes before they get to the point of a formal hearing and possible sanctions. At Virginia Realtors, we offer the services of an ombudsman when we receive a complaint that a member violated the Code of Ethics. Once we receive an ethics complaint, one of the first things we do is ask the complainant if he or she would like to utilize the services of an ombudsman to help resolve the dispute before forwarding the complaint to a grievance panel.
1: Our ombudsman program is 100% voluntary. And often, complainants decline the services of an ombudsman and choose to pursue the formal complaint and hearing process. Complainants do not have to utilize an ombudsman, but there is no downside or harm in trying to settle a case with an ombudsman. Even if the case does not settle through the ombudsman process, the complainant can still pursue the case through the formal process.
0: Ombudsmen are trained by Virginia Realtors in a variety of dispute resolution skills and techniques. If a complainant agrees to utilize an ombudsman, the ombudsman will call the complainant and explain the process, listen to the complainant's concerns, and try to determine the desired outcome. Then, if the complainant agrees, the ombudsman will call the respondent. On the call
1: with the respondent, the ombudsman will introduce themselves and explain their role. The ombudsman will explain to the respondent, the complainant's concerns and desired outcome, and attempt to cultivate a resolution. Depending on the situation, the ombudsman may also call the respondent's managing broker, as NAR recommends getting the broker involved early on or at least making the broker aware of the complaint.
0: An ombudsman may be able to help the parties reach a resolution with just a few phone calls back and forth between the parties, and sometimes it may take several phone calls back and forth. The role of the ombudsman is to be a neutral third party to relay information and help the parties reach their own solution. Often, ethics complaints arise from a mere lack of communication between the parties, and a neutral third party can get to the heart of the communication breakdown.
1: Ombudsmen do not make final decisions, they do not give legal advice, nor do they determine who is right or wrong. Instead, they facilitate communication, focus on issues, and help the parties reach their own resolutions. If the parties are able to reach a resolution with the help of an ombudsman and the complainant is satisfied with the outcome, the complainant will then withdraw the ethics complaint.
0: If for any reason the ombudsman process is not successful in resolving the issue, the complainant can still pursue the ethics complaint. Any filing deadlines are continued for the period during which the ombudsman services were utilized. In the event there is no resolution, the ombudsman can also direct the complaint to other authorities if applicable, such as the Virginia Real Estate Board. Ombudsman
1: services are completely confidential, and anything discussed during the ombudsman process cannot be used in a later hearing. Additionally, the ombudsman cannot be called as a witness in an ethics hearing on the same matter, so there really is no downside to trying to resolve a case with an ombudsman. If the case is settled with the ombudsman, then the parties avoid the hassle of a formal hearing. And if the case is not settled with the ombudsman, then the parties merely delayed the hearing for a few days while they attempted to utilize the services of a trained individual to resolve their issue.
0: We hope that you never find yourself in a position where you are the complainant or the respondent in ethics case. However, if you do find yourself in such a position, please seriously consider the services of an ombudsman.